0: This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Ngunnawal and Yambri people and we pay respect to Mother Earth, the footprints that came before us, the ones we follow now and the footsteps that will guide us long into the future. If you want the giggles up inside here, you, watch your dad catch a spider, it's funny. It's <laughs> a okay, huntsman. That worked, that was good. Yeah, he did not
1: like that huntsman at all, did he?
0: Although you did try and make him catch it with a pot.
1: Oh, well, okay. But then he caught it inside a coffee cup. Yeah, but to be
0: fair, to be started, you tried to get him to catch it it. in a pot with a lid and you were like, just put the lid on it. Yeah. And there was no way in hell that was going to work.
1: It was a big bloody huntsman. I've
0: never seen a giant man shaking in his boots like, oh mate, over there.
1: Literally, like honestly, you should see what he did. The way he violated this huntsman—it was not cool.
0: It doesn't matter what he did. My favorite bit of it was not
1: in the car did didn't go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode twenty-one of FM Fish ADHD for grown-ups. My name is Callie, and I am here with the man himself. Who
0: just took a drink, and that was not good timing. Lucky. Why do you have to edit it? Because it was stupid. You're stupid.
1: It is episode 21, and we are coming to you just us today. Well, for now, anyway. As always, we are not experts in anything, basically, and do not take any of this as advice for yourself, even if you think it fits.
0: Spider catching. Don't take the advice from us.
1: No, definitely not. Well, I went on holiday with my parents uh, to the south coast of New South Wales. A lovely little place called Browley. But we're going to get to that later. And, oh, my God, let me tell you, do not ask a Brit to take on a fist-sized huntsman.
0: It's the biggest huntsman in the world. Never seen one bigger. Well. Your dad's six foot something and the spider was eight foot eleven.
1: True, true, true. But it was the way he smushed it, honestly. like I'm like, catch it in the thing, then you put it outside. I like the way but you're giving him all the gives advice. Him you're giving a, him he all gives the him advice,
0: but you weren't prepared to do it.
1: Hell the fuck no. I screamed so and I ran away. So why are you
0: giving him the advice for then?
1: Because I've seen you do it.
0: There's no way he was going to catch it and release it.
1: Well, that's what he was supposed to do. Like from, you put from it where, in a big pot, which from, is what I gave him.
0: From the, like the video footage that I've seen, you guys were upstairs.
1: Oh, it's a me- mezzanine type So it's thing. mezzanine,
0: so you're upstairs and the spider's legs were still on the ground floor downstairs and your dad was pooping <laughs> his pants. <laughs>
1: to be fair, there was a leg left on the wall after There's no it way
0: on. he was going to catch and release.
1: Yeah, it was disgusting. Zero chance. Mm-mm. Yeah, so we'll get back to that holiday later because, well, didn't go great, to be perfectly honest. The huntsman was the least of our worries, actually. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later when we bring my mum in to have a bit of a chat as always thank you so much for being here we appreciate you more than you can possibly know and i have to say we have seen a little bit of a drop-off in listeners since we announced the separation and that's cool those of you who are still here we really appreciate you from being here if uh if you are so inclined please feel free to share the podcast with your friends your family anybody else you think might be maybe having some relationship struggles potentially as a result of their neurodivergence um, you know, they might get something from it as well. They well, listen and learn from us. I was L- going to say let listen. us make the mistakes for you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fuck it up so you don't do, have
0: to. Do what we <laughs> do what we, you know we say do as I say not as I oh, do. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well that's right. Listen to us and do the opposite.
1: Pretty much. Um but no, we we have actually had um, a few messages asking us if we could be so inclined to maybe share a little bit more about some of our experience with regards to the relationship and with how the separation's going. We've actually had a number of emails and, uh, and that is a F them at gmail.com quite a number of emails and quite a few messages as well on Instagram about um, asking if there is an update are we back together again? Uh, is there any other information we can share? And I have to say, are we back together again? No. No, we are not. Um, so you know, we uh, yeah, happy to have a bit of a chat about it. I'm more than happy to check in. How are you? How are you checking in with you, Lockie? How are you going?
0: I am okay. I think it's a. I think it's still an interesting space to be living in in terms of giving an update because mm. it's still quite raw. New. Yeah still working out how things things go, still navigating the space. Um, we still live on the same property.
1: Yeah, we still kind of live together. We've got a granny flat out the back that Lockie's in but yeah. We're...
0: It, um, you know, and so it's still navigating all that. So in terms of like how is it all going, it's just I don't think, there's no idiot's guide to separation. It's just anything that works for the individual people is what it comes down to and everyone's going to have an opinion. Yeah. Um, But unfortunately, their opinion only matters as much as they are involved in the relationship. And so we're just figuring it out.
1: Yeah. So a little bit of a pricey of where we're at. So it's been a little while. Lockie is sleeping in the granny flat. A uh, small child goes between the main house and the granny flat. We still share quite a bit of the common space. We see each other daily. Um, so, you know, there's definitely been some challenges. I think we'd be lying if we were to suggest that what you hear on the podcast is how we are all the time. And, you we're know, we're not
0: cheerful and chummy all the time. Uh, no. Are not we? No. Aww.
1: Oh, I know, right? Um, but yeah, you know, it, Again, we made the commitment to authenticity, so we'll you know we're happy to share. We, we've definitely had, I think the proximity is is probably proving to be a little bit challenging. By the, the expectations change, um, but you know the communication of those expectations can sometimes be a bit harder, a bit more chi- more tricky when you both make assumptions. Um, about things because of how those things have already been done and then the other person has sometimes unknowingly changed how they are interacting with it. So I think that can be a bit of a challenge when you're in the same space. What do you think?
0: No, it's definitely that and I think the in terms of expectations and things I think it's hard to kind of reset and learn your own spaces and how you are going to I guess attack the next phase or chapter of your life and when we are still in the same space as we are, we do still kind of move around each other and, you know, still bump in and out of each other. And so learning to do things on our own is just not something that is 100% a possibility at the moment, I think.
1: Yeah, and our focus is very much on the small
0: child. So Keeping her happy and in a good place.
1: Yeah, and, you know, she has had a few moments where she has been like, can you – she actually said the other day, you just need to remember the person in the middle talking about herself. That was a bit of a challenge to hear that. Um, I think one point we were having a bit of a row and she came up with a note from me to you and a note from you to me. And she was like, and she actually said, um, you seem to be having some, or you, you, you don't seem to be able to say sorry to each other. So I've, I've done it for you. And she had a note that said, dad is sorry for mum. And then mum is sorry for dad that was a little bit of a like stab in the heart with a rusty fork actually that was that one hurt a little bit
0: wise beyond her years
1: well it's unfair that a seven-year-old with adhd and multiple anxiety disorders has um has better emotional intelligence than us on occasion i i mean that's you know being educated by your kid you know a little bit hard gen alpha and they're going to change the world and so, in response to the question about uh, is it as smooth as it seems to be on the pod, because you two seem to be still getting on really well, the answer is a definite no. Um, but we are very much focusing on trying to, you know, keep it smooth for the kid. And I think you the know, intent is there. The, the obvious yeah. intent
0: is there to make it to make it smooth. But obviously, I think in the, these situations, and it's for anyone really, um, on the daily, almost every decision you make can come from a place of hurt yeah and so that has a big play in the way things are but I think it's just reminding ourselves that you know that was 13 years that we'd been working on things together and you know we obviously do want the best for each other and Mm -hmm. that is going to be one of the main considerations but it's also you have to navigate the initial space that we're in and that's never going to be easy no matter who you are. Yeah, definitely. And so it's just working through that. And I think there's two ways you can go about it. You can get all like butt hurt and bitter and, you know, that never works out well. Or you can, you know, you have to go through the emotions. You have to work through the feelings. And just keep in mind that at the end of the day you... ...like, like you are always going to be one of my best friends... ...and we do have a small child together. And that's what the most important thing is. That we have to work out and make space and time for that to continue.
1: Yeah, and it's far cry from when you don't have a kid, isn't it? And you can just kind of go, "All right, see you then. I'm Peace off. out. Bye. Please. Don't have to do anything. Have anything to do with you anymore." And like you say, though, we wouldn't necessarily want that anyway.
0: And, and like it's you like I it, it.
1: fully plan on on calling you and saying I need a new cupboard. Can you please come and build me a bespoke cupboard, please? Thank you very much.
0: And I'd probably do it.
1: I would hope so. And I am more than happy to come and help you do your finances. Boom. Winning. I'd say for me, one of the one of the hardest things and one of the things we clashed about in the beginning of the breakup was the neurodivergence thing. We had somewhat of a difference of opinion on the fact that since the diagnosis that it felt to me like you were very much making it all about that. That any issue we'd ever had was actually because of the ADHD diagnosis and, and you know, realistically that's not the case. But um, I think that has added an extra element that maybe, you know, people don't always have, but I think it's a good and a bad thing. Like it's a bad thing in that as the person with the ADHD, it's like, well, okay, cool. So every problem in this marriage is my fault. All right, brilliant. But I think from a good thing, it can provide a framework to then touch back in around and go, okay, well, now we've got used to talking about certain things. Can this help us to talk about this other thing as well?
0: And it's definitely not the space I was coming from. Like when you talk about um, neurodivergence and its effect on relationships, it's like because of this podcast and because of, you know, when small child had health problems or anything that we've gone through, like you just research the shit out of it to learn as much as you can. And it's never going to be that's the answer that you need, but you kind of pick up little elements of things that can help. And one of the things that I read through was, you know, in relationships you have to factor this and you have to factor that in. And one of the key things I think within the top ten was you need to factor in the neurodivergence into the relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and understandably if that's the topic of a discussion, it can, it can 100% feel like an attack even when it's not meant to.
1: Absolutely. And I think if you remember I said a little while back, I, I asked, I said, do you think we found out too late? And I, I think potentially.
0: Potentially, but also, you know, look, look at the space it's given us to, you know, this podcast has been a great space to be able to talk about things and work through things and obviously people listen and they tend to enjoy what we go on about. So hopefully it can be like still a learning space for other people as well. Yeah. And it helps us to keep, you know, learning and creating a space for us to be able to talk to each other as well. So it's definitely not a bad thing.
1: 100%. And, you know, in as much as when, you know, we want to stab each other in the face... Uh, we are forced to come back and record together so that helps
0: game face game face game face put definitely your, put your game face on
1: um all right well hopefully that answers some of your questions look we're very happy if you have the like specific questions about the separation and how we're navigating it and how they might relate to your own particular relationship struggles or if there's something that you're experiencing in your relationship. And you want to know if we've come across something like that, happy to take those questions. Send us an email at fthemfishgmail.com or drop us a DM on Instagram or Facebook at fthemfish underscore ADHD for grown-ups.
0: I know someone called DM. I wouldn't drop them.
1: righty. So what else has been happening in the last week or so? Well... We, I put some stuff into Chat GPT. Have you had a go at that yet? In the what? Chat GPT. What is that? Oh, for realties. All right. Okay. So, Chat GPT for those of you who don't know is an AI. It's artificial intelligence script generator, basically. So you can put in a command into Chat GPT, and you can say, "Write a story in the," um, you know in the style of Virginia Woolf about a dinosaur that went on a walk and met a flipping dog. I don't know. You could do that and it will literally write it for well, you. it
0: kind of sounds a little bit or it doesn't because, you know, it doesn't sound as cool as this. But there's this thing called GIZoogle, And if you take any text and put it into GIZoogle, it turns it into like Snoop Dogg speech. Oh, well, that sounds fun. That is very fun.
1: That sounds like more fun than, F th- than F them fish <laughs> oh, <laughs> than ChatGPT. Eh? Well, I also asked it to write a bio for F them fish. Now, usually you give it more sophisticated commands. But it says, the F them fish ADHD for Grownups podcast is hosted by a dynamic duo of ADHD advocates, Jamie and Lauren.
0: <laughs> Jamie and Lauren, wicked.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know where, because everybody Shotgun else raves... I'm Lauren. Everybody else raves about ChatGPT and how, you know, oh my God, it's so accurate. And I'm like, well, that's that's zero from two right now. It says, together, they offer a unique and insight-driven perspective on what it means to live with ADHD as an adult. So, like, legitimately, they actually, everything except for the names, Jamie and Lauren, everything else is, like, nailing it. So I'm like, who the hell are they? Have they plagiarised our podcast?
0: Well, like I said, I can be Lauren. Well, I go get a bloody coffee, and then you know I get called Lucy. Lucy. Yep.
1: When did you get called Lucy?
0: The other day when I was getting a coffee.
1: And it finishes, uh, Jamie and Lauren are committed to raising awareness and understanding around ADHD while also empowering fellow ADHDers to thrive on their own terms. With endless enthusiasm and a passion for helping others, they continue to grow and evolve the F-Them Fish podcast into a valuable and impactful resource for the ADHD community. So, yeah, so I want to know who Jamie and Lauren are. Mm you're not telling me anybody else came up with the name a, F them fish ADHD for grown ups but I've ChatGPT, chat GPT that did so really it's like um a a written version of you know people keep generating their own AI images it's basically a written version of that chat gpt i'm uh I'm, I'm interested in doing it again they've recently just um upgraded it apparently you can now put they'll write a whole book now I do find it though a little bit concerning or I saw um, a post yesterday that talked about AI, so artificial intelligence, being the greatest accessibility tool for neurodivergent people um, that has ever been invented. And that it's going to really help neurodivergent people to, you know, participate more fully in society. I just don't know. Like, I'm I'm really torn about it. And I'm just going to preface it by saying that, do not. I'm not. I haven't used it enough, and I have not. I'm not familiar enough to have an entrenched opinion over this. This is. A, these are my top of brain thoughts.
0: Um, AI scares the shit out of me. If I'm honest.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it is Skynet, um, but my thoughts are, as somebody with ADHD, and someone who I've done a fair bit of writing in the past for different publications and uh, you know a few other creative things, that as an ADHDer my brain and the creativity there has to be an element of human charisma i'm not saying that's me but you know what i mean like that creativity the all those types of things and it's like have we lost even that now if even the creative and the artists that like when you talk about the ai generated images and all those types of things but yeah if like the the storytellers and the artists, if that's can be done by AI now, then I don't think that's a good accessibility thing. I think I think neurodivergent people often our weirdness, our uniqueness, our creativity is what makes us special or different.
0: And the thing is with AI, there's far too many movies and Netflix originals about how horrible things can go with AI and taken over and all those sort of things. And Skynet we don't we don't need that. It's gonna happen. Uh-huh. Like that Air purifier over there is going to grow legs over here. Well, look
1: at the there. air purifier in my bedroom.
0: I can't. It's upstairs. It is
1: freaking haunted. I have talked about this before. My air purifier is haunted by ghost sheep. Sheep ghosts. Something like that. Because it used to be a sheep farm where we are now. But I swear to God, I have to turn my air purifier off when I'm in the room because if I get cranky about something or upset about something it, go, it literally zooms right up like the lights go red and it really like goes into high generation mode if i just walk in the room it's like it says hello to me
0: so either you're cranky far too often or you smell well, I have well it's, an, it's an air purifier i've, I've so wondered if it's just because i smell or you smell <laughs> like it's one of the two you just said that when you get cranky. So, like, legitimately, you're cranky too much, and maybe you should just take No, your, I didn't.
1: Well, it's not that it happens a lot. You should
0: take, take a, th- a thought process. It's not out that, of that that happens a lot. The other thing is that you just might be if stinky. I get sad. You might just be stinky.
1: Well, I've thought about that. Like,
0: and the air purifies But like, there
1: are times when you walk I will in literally. And the air
0: purifies like, fuck this bish.
1: Pretty much. It literally says, fuck this bish as I walk in. And it just zooms all the way. It's like. It, Scares the shit out of me. I'm
0: not gonna lie. Well, that's why it keeps I going am up terrified higher. Terrified of my you've air got, purifier. If you've got shit falling out of you, then of course <laughs> it's gonna take off.
1: I am legitimately scared of my air purifier. I've had to switch it off overnight. I don't have it on anymore because it just scares me.
0: It's not good. So side note, I
1: yeah. went into
0: texturizer on Gazoogle wow. and I was trying to think of something to put in there. Yeah. And I couldn't think of anything. And so then I thought of something that you would relate to. Yeah. So I'm gonna read you out a text. Yeah. And I'm gonna say it all wrong anyway, but I want you to try and pick lols. What text I took, Are you ready? Yeah, this is the textualizer for Gazoogle on this. Oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Be arch, Den- <laughs> <laughs> deny thy daddy and refuse thy name, yeah. or if thou wilt not, be but sworn, be but my, love, sworn my lud, and, I'll no and I be, a be bout. To no longer be a capulet, right back up in your mother ass. Shall I hear more or shall I drop a rhyme at this The
1: Thing is though, it was too obvious because of the Romeo Romeo. Yeah, I'm not gonna leave
0: anything else to do, but it was just funny to think about where are you, you biarch?
1: Biarch. That was fun.
0: So that's what Gazoogle does. It makes everything kind of the best way to put it. Snoop Doggy Dog.
1: Yeah, that's fun.
0: Oh, it is fun. I've dropped some funny things in there. And um yeah, like any announcement that gets made, yeah, pop that in there and it just becomes so much better. Any announcement.
1: That sounds fun.
0: Heaps of fun.
1: All righty, so this week uh, we also have another special guest with us. So all the way over from the U of K is my mum, Helen. Hey, mum. Hi. How you doing? Okay, you're looking absolutely terrified.
2: Petrified,
0: <laughs> absolutely petrified.
1: Everybody who sits in that blue seat who comes to record of this is like, no. Shits their pants. <laughs> Pretty much.
2: Um, I'm waiting for the delay between me speaking and my voice in my ears. Yeah, oh yeah, it
1: doesn't happen, does it? <laughs> no. no, you get it straight away. Um, but yeah, we did promise that my mum was going to come on and chat with us. My dad refused. He's in the background going, oh no,
0: Ellen. Yeah, I'm, 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 just I'm not gonna, coming in. i going to read my book. Yeah, reading my book. you going to read my book. <laughs> Try and get him to read his book during the day and he's like, oh, I read two pages.
1: He has and to keep reading the same few lines over and over again every time mum interrupts him.
0: <laughs> and he follows along with his finger.
1: <laughs> oh, bless him. He, he does And too. if he doesn't
0: do that, he forgets where he is and yeah. just keeps reading it.
1: Yeah, mum picked on him, for it, on, mm. on him for it yesterday and that's why he moved his finger off and he had to keep yeah, reading yeah, the yeah, second line was. over
2: and over again. I didn't pick on him, I just said "Are you in school, <laughs> like mm. primary school following the words with mm-hmm. your finger. And it's quite funny. Um, all right, well welcome, welcome mum.
1: We're, uh, we're, we're obviously, you know, we've been here for a week now so we thought we'd have a bit of a chat. About uh, our holiday. Um, we already had a bit of a chat about Dad and the spider. I will actually, I think I'll post up the video of Dad crushing the spider in a paper coffee cup. I don't know if it was actually... It was so gross. I don't
0: feel like he was actually crushing it, but he was just praying that it wouldn't get out, so he just kept folding it over itself, yeah, hoping for the best. I was amazed there that was, guts didn't start there pouring was, out. There was no, like, legitimacy to what he was doing. He was just... His eyes were closed. Yeah. He was hoping that it all just worked out for the best.
2: You should have seen him with the cockroach later. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't burst into La Cucaracha. <laughs> oh,
0: God. It was so bad. His job was to chase bugs.
2: Oh,
1: you should have seen him. I was like, Dad, there's another cockroach in this bloody bedroom. Um, so he he comes in to get it and it starts running. And of course you know how fast they are. And he is stomping on the floor. <laughs> it's like he's it somebody's shooting at his feet in an old cowboy movie. <laughs> And he
2: kept running backwards away
0: from it. <laughs> but the his size fella.
2: 14s hit in the foot. Bang, bang, bang. The it was poor so fella. Fun. The whole house was shaking. He was stamping the hole.
0: Although, I must say, he has been a bit of a bad influence on the small child. Why? Because it doesn't matter what you do now, she drops the bloody L. She does. the L. Bloody L. Bloody L. Bloody L. <laughs> Like, I zipped her on that flying fox yesterday, and he was like, Oh, she came past me and she was screaming, Bloody hell! <laughs> and I was just you like, should
1: have seen her at the beach every time she got hit by a wave. She'd go, Bloody hell!
0: <laughs> yep, she's t- taking all the I bad was only things copying from
1: Pops. Him. I know it was funny. Pops,
0: the bad influence.
1: He is a disgrace, honestly. Um, but yeah, so holiday. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Should we talk a little bit about the House of Horrors?
1: <laughs>
2: he had to squash five spiders so I could hang my clothes up.
1: Yeah, and then there was another one in your jacket the next morning. morning yeah, like, yeah. My goodness me. Yeah, so we, um, we went to an Airbnb down in, on the south coast in a place called Browley, beautiful spot. Mum likes to keep calling it Brûlée because it looks brulee. like a like, oh, Um browly. It is a weird word. Every time I see it, I have to force myself to remember it. Browly, not brulee. Um But yeah, so we had an Airbnb and got there and it looked, great. We walked in, I mean, we had to break two spider webs to get in, that had spiders hanging in them, so it was a bit a bit nerve-wracking.
0: I feel and like we every struggled time,
2: to unlock the front door, really struggled to I unlock the front like door. I feel like
0: every time I hear this story it gets a little bit more closer to, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, no, no. It, like, like it's, it's, <laughs> this, this story is blown out of proportion. Look, Like, the whole house was covered in one giant spider pretty web. Pretty
2: much, yeah. I had visions of sitting on the front porch with my book. There Was no way I was even walking on that front porch with all those spider's webs. Well, you were sitting yeah. there, that's worse. No, yeah, well, she, didn't, didn't, I didn't. she didn't
1: make it. That's the whole point. That was from the photos, that had been the plan. But to get in the front door, like you had to go around the side of the house to go, hey, God, cat. You had to go around the side of the house to get, um, like the key out of the lockbox. Dad had to walk through a spider web with a big spider hanging in it, um, to get to that. And then to get up into the front door, you then have to come back to the front steps and walk up this like couple of steps. And there was, again, spider web with a big spider across it in the middle of those steps. So both of those had to be broken to get in. Then the front door was really hard to open. But we got in and we were like, oh, no, this is lovely. Mm-hmm. And then we tried to use anything in the house and found the very large huntsman who I'm sure Shana would have called George.
0: Was the um, keeper of the house.
1: Well, I was really worried. I was like, God, I hope this wasn't someone's bed. Like, I hope I haven't been here for a while. And then I went up in, so there were like five bedrooms or whatever. So there was a little one, or there was the one that, like the kid's bedroom, and the kid was off in that, loving it. Like on the middle level, like the mezzanine type level where the huntsman was, there were two bedrooms and I was going to have one of those, and the mum and dad were up in the top. It was like almost like a little separate apartment at the top with two bedrooms, a separate kitchen and stuff. I went back in the bedroom, the one I was going to have, and I saw this half-squashed cockroach still moving its legs with all its, you know, the yellow guts everywhere. Yeah. So mum had obviously trodden on that without realising no. it. No, I oh. checked my shoes, we checked dad's shoes, it has to have been yours.
2: Yeah,
1: I'll probably so we
2: was... run running away from the spider. Probably.
1: <laughs> Um, I was like oh gross dad come and get this for me and I was like okay this is a cockroach and then I opened the wardrobe and there were more cockroaches later Um, and that's when dad came and did the the cockroach dance (laughs) the stomping I think it was like Scar he was dancing to Scar while he was doing it it was gross Um, But yeah, then nothing worked in the kitchen and then we opened a cupboard, there was mouse droppings. Anyway, it was just not good, so we left. We we couldn't even
2: make a cup of coffee. Couldn't even
1: make a cup of coffee, yeah.
2: Even after the hour of scrubbing that machine and unblocking it and everything else, It was
1: dreadful. Um, And I actually cleaned, like, you swept the floors, I cleaned out the pantry and so I had old food that just stank. It was obviously the last people (laughs) who... Podcat just jumped up and lanced her claws straight
0: into Lockie's She fucked her jump up and scratched the shit out of me and I was quiet about it and y'all weren't. Y'all? Yeah, but it was funny.
1: Y'all? Who are you? You've been doing that, what's it called? The flipping Snoop Dogg thing again. Was it (laughs) JizzOogle?
0: That's a totally different website. Don't go to that one. Do not go to that one. It's completely <laughs> different.
2: That's as, nearly as good as plat your pussy.
0: <laughs> so the kid went past. So to fill in that one, the kid went past um, platypus. And it's a sta- shop yeah, here in Australia. It's a shoe shop. And she started yeah. cracking up laughing, and she's going, yeah. "I'm gonna call it plat your puss." Plat your puss? <laughs> And we were like, "What?" And she's like, "Plat your puss." And I'm like, no. <laughs> She's like, you know, like your kitty, and I was like, no, <laughs> not that. Yeah, it's funny. So
1: we, anyway, we we quickly checked out of the Airbnb and went to stay in Malua Bay in a really lovely. The abode there is just nice, great location, lots of beach time. I mean, like the kid, you literally you you show her water and she turns into just it's like um, calming the beast. Mm-hmm like legit any time she could put her feet in the ocean she just was a whole different human so we're going to have to move to the coast anyway which is move. funny
0: because if you flick water on you it's like holy water and I'm just a like like whole other yeah. thing goes on <laughs> whole other drama
1: well gremlins right but don't get them wet, that's me and me
0: keep your
1: fingers off my buttons thank you very much
0: that's what, that's what she said <laughs>
2: Is that anything to do with platypus? your puss? Yeah.
0: <laughs> look where this or is. Or even
2: Jizoogle. <laughs> so look
0: this, where this has gone already.
2: Honestly,
1: mother I cannot bring her anyway. Mm. I don't know where I get it from. Honestly, I got sent uh, from one of our one of our OG listeners. I got sent um, a post from Popular Science. Basically, the headline is: Female octopuses will chuck seashells at males who irk them. <laughs> While both males and females were observed throwing, 66% of throws were made by females. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. Thanks, Hals. Um Yeah, so that was fun. She sent us that one. Oh,
0: just having some funny thoughts. Go on him? a small child earlier over dinner and she was like, Dad, have you seen a poo
1: Oh, she
0: did. Have you seen the poo hole? And I was the like, poo-hole. oh, i seen, seen a couple. What are you on about? And so then she was explaining that it was Pooh Corner, which was. Um,
1: no, she was at uh, the Winnie the Pooh hole. You know, the Winnie the
0: Pooh hole, yeah. Pooh, <laughs> Pooh Corner, which is. Is it Brown Mountain or something? Is some Is it. I can't <laughs> think what it is. It's on the way to the coast. There's a road. It goes past the Pooh hole. All the things. <laughs> Down the Clyde. Is it the Clyde? I think it's the Clyde. The Clyde. But Brown Mountain.
1: To get between Canberra and Bateman's Bay, kind of south coast area of New South Wales, which is where we all go on you our holiday nights. go ho- down holidays. Brown Mountain and around you have the True get- Hole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a very, very windy um, mountain road um lots of switchbacks and things and there is um around one corner there's a little cave a little mini cave which is full of winnie the Pooh bears just winnie the... <laughs> it's not brown Mountain. something and it's not a poo hole <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is poo corner and everybody knows poo corner um when it, you go up and down the clyde
0: the old poo hole have you seen the poo hole dad <laughs> a few times um it reminds it. me of way back in the day when we probably shouldn't have played cards against humanity with your parents.
1: Oh no, that wasn't good. And and, and the rest of us just had to leave.
0: And <laughs> and your mum was like, What's a buckache? And we were like, no, Don't we were like, Don't Google that. Hang on don't a minute. Don't Google
2: Buckey <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know where you put your car keys. I don't know where your car keys are. I don't no. want to talk about yeah. it. <laughs>
2: I thought you were on about the fingering in the back of the taxi (laughs) That's what I thought (laughs) That's the one I thought he was going to come out with That's what I was thinking
0: of There are some pretty (laughs) interesting moments in history (laughs) There was one where you lose your virginity and dad was like, giggles in the back of a taxi (laughs) Doesn't say much but when he does, it's good
1: Oh yeah, it was funny, I have to say that was the best game of cards against humanity I've ever had Never want to do it again no. No. Don't recommend it with parents? Not with your parents. No. Nope. <laughs> you might learn some things you wish you hadn't.
2: Yeah. Just remember, we had a dirty mind before any of you were born.
1: Yeah, that, that is true. And I think being parents ourselves now, like, we're not quite at the age yet where she thinks she knows everything and that
2: we're all losers, but we're getting close.
0: We're getting close. Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah. It's like that meme of the two women in the miniskirts, thigh-high boots, leaning against a motorcycle... Kids, you think you're cool now? Well, these were your grandparents. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. Mm. Hey, on that, what you mean? What's your mean? What you mean? What, what you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What, you, what mean? you mean? What, you mean? what, you, mean? what, you, mean? what you mean? No, mm.
0: So I got, got a call cool yeah. one of uh, Steve Carell here, Go on. and it says, "Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way."
1: Yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds about right. I've got one. Apology. Oh, sorry. This is from Ingrid dot hayadal so Heydal. um no she's ingrid Heyerdahl on instagram apologies if i zone out when you talk but sometimes it's just too boring blame it on my adhd but i blame it on you <laughs> <laughs> it's so true sometimes it's just boring i actually find that one of my biggest challenges with having adhd is if something's boring <laughs> struggle and especially since unmasking I struggle a lot more whereas before I would force myself now I find myself a lot less like less inclined now I just want to go no I'm bored actually you're boring boring me can I just leave this conversation please
0: boring here's one for you one thing I love about my ADHD is my ability to hyper focus for hours on something that interests me I spent yesterday reorganising four old boxes of assorted band-aids into one neat box (laughs) Uh, leave that in there. You dunked your head. <laughs> I was what, what was it so much. Gave yourself a mic job. Gave
1: myself a mic job.
0: <laughs> but then it has the last little bit line that says, "Doing my taxes mm, soon."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about this one? This I've got two that are very similar. Um, this is from tra- Trash Gender Neurotica executive dysfunction isn't just for things you don't want to do. I've been meaning to go and get ice cream for like an hour now. (laughs) So true. And so and then pardon me while I panic has responded. This is too fucking real though. And then porcupine girl I spent two hours the other night intending to watch TV and never did it. (laughs) This is the difference between procrastination and executive dysfunction. And it is so true. It is so true. Like that of actually no i really want to go and get myself a drink or i really want some whatever and i'll spend two hours and just never do it it's so true from adhd jesse who's somebody i follow on instagram adhd is being told you're too much while simultaneously feeling like you're not enough Mm -hmm. that's that one's very real um how am i supposed to concentrate this is from daniel kibble smith How am I supposed to concentrate when I do not wish to and there are no immediate rewards? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, had some good ones this week.
0: When I'm at the grocery store and I just keep repeating one item to myself over and over again so I don't forget it. The bread of bread is bread to the bread because I want the bread The bread. And
2: then you forget it Only facts here, yeah.
1: (laughs) All righty, I think that's probably enough memes. We've done a fair few today now, haven't we? Um...
0: And that's the end of what do you mean? No,
1: what's your meme? What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What meme? do you mean? Your pain. So, my favourite message from one of our listeners over the last fortnight is uh, from one of our again OG. I know I've seen a pop up a few times in our DMs and things, but this uh, this message came through and it just kind of um, I don't know really stuck with me a bit. So. It says, you probably get told this a lot, but you being so open about your experiences helped me see how I can maybe help my kids better and made me realize some things about myself too. Thank you. I just That's thought that was lovely. Nice. It was nice.
0: So mum, knowing what you know now and being an avid listener and never being told off for not listening and rating ever <laughs> after 40 <laughs> years, is Kelly starting to make sense?
2: Callie never didn't make sense to
0: me. So the kid who just shut herself in the cupboard made my sense? my keeper's lamp. <laughs> that person made sense?
2: I think because I wasn't that much different when I was a kid. But, so she but didn't you would really been, make no sense to me.
0: But you would have been in a cave with a candle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's always saying you're old. I know. At <laughs> least he's not like you. You came and asked me if there was electricity around when I was a kid. I
1: know, and the small kid said that to you earlier.
2: The- <laughs> well, didn't she said something like that?
1: But it's funny because as a kid with with, it, with what I now know as ADHD, you know, one of the things we see in our kid, which was very similar in me, and I imagine was probably similar in you, is that real strong sense of injustice. Like if something is not right, and that when that gets triggered, it can lead to some real anger or like explosive reactions type of thing.
0: So yeah, cupboard, Kelly, cupboard, Kelly, cupboard, Kelly.
1: So what was I like as a kid?
0: You were
2: in a bed at nine months old. I used to put books in your cot at six months because you never slept. If I got three, well, you didn't cry or anything, but three hours a night was a lot. Yeah. Um, I spent ages talking to you. You could talk fluently by the time you were 18 months old. Yeah. Even singing back full pop songs and everything. <laughs> Never forgetting Timmy Raddit. Timmy Raddit, yeah. You could read fluently by the time you were four. So it was a nightmare. You'd get on the bus and we'd stop at the bus stop just on the corner going down to Cardiff Road. And you'd be reading Durex Featherlight for extra sensitivity. (laughs) What's that, (laughs) (laughs) mummy?
1: Doesn't sound like something I'd do. Yeah. (laughs)
2: I can remember your first year in reception and the uh, classroom assistant coming out and saying, Callie's not been very good today. She brought a rag mag to school and she'd been Mm -hmm. reading jokes to people. So when I spoke to Mrs. Coombs, your teacher.
1: I loved Mrs. Mrs. Coombs so much. She was lovely.
0: She
2: was wonderful, yeah. Yeah, and I said, I'm really sorry. I hear Callie's been reading some not very nice jokes. She went, Helen... Callie was reading this joke, What's Green and Travels the World on Crutches? Syphilis. <laughs> she said, you should be proud. There's a lot of adults who wouldn't be able to read syphilis. And she's four years old.
0: <laughs> there
1: you go. I, that's where I obviously get my uh, my dirty sense of humour from.
2: Yeah, But see, I didn't see anything different in that because I was exactly the same. Yeah. I can remember sitting with my arms crossed and uh, my legs crossed in the corner of the school. Yeah. I'm refusing to do any work because I'd done everything that they had to give me oh, in, in yeah. infant school. Um, Nan having to come over and say to them, look, she needs something more to do, and going up to the junior school and getting work.
1: Yeah, and, well, that's what, that's what I remember. I remember being very, very young and going, toddling between the infant school building off up to the junior school building, and it seemed like so far.
2: Yeah, and I can remember when we moved to Wrighton that they used to leave you to read to the whole school... Yeah. while they went off and had teacher's meetings because she used to read to it <laughs> really, like, really well. I liked
0: reading. The kid does that too. Teaching the kids about syllables. Yeah. I <laughs> probably wouldn't trust you to read anything oh to anyone. My God. Um,
1: but, so when you found out I had ADHD, when I told you about that, like, was there any surprise in that at all?
2: No, not really. No. I mean, I've always thought I'm neurodivergent in some way. Yeah, but obviously, for my age, there was never any testing, and nobody ever looked at girls. And yeah. you know, you just got on. And I think, in some ways, the old-fashioned way of dealing with it helped, in as much as you just had to get on with it. Mm. Is that when you when had to squash
1: sort of, the trauma down. Yeah, you
0: had to squash the trauma just down. Bumped people on the head. Yeah,
2: the
1: caveman. Yeah. 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 Well, when mum, so it would have been what the 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 ruler, the cane when you are oh in school. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, the ruler and the cane. I I remember a little bit of ruler. I, I think I would have been really young when, when that was... No, but, like, across your hands.
2: You used to have to put your hand up. They didn't like your handwriting, so you put your hand out like that. So if you learnt to bend it backwards, it didn't actually hurt.
1: But, yeah, oh, you have okay, to put yeah. your hand out flat, and then they'd hit you with a cane or with the ruler. I definitely have had the ruler, but I'm pretty sure it was after it had been banned. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that definitely happened.
0: Stop being naughty.
1: Well, and that's the thing though, naughty or neurodivergent.
0: Mm.
1: You know, if you can't sit still what in if, a in a in were, a classroom, you'd you'd get stood in the corner
2: with a dunce's hat on. What if you were naughty or, divergent? Or well, you think of somebody that we both know hmm. was actually taken out of his class and put at a desk outside the headteacher's office because he was classed as a village idiot. Yeah, yeah. That's Such a nice person.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, so one of my notes that I actually had was when the real strong sense of justice and how I spent so much time in front of Mr. Hillman's office.
0: Shout out to Mr. Hillman.
1: Mr. Hillman was the principal at Nightlow Middle School in Stretton-on-Dunsmore. Yes, I will call it out. Um, But Mr. Hillman was quite cool. But that whole sense of injustice, I would have a really strong reaction to so one time he did walk in on me swearing loudly and repeatedly at some of the other girls in the school who were just doing the wrong thing but getting away with it because they were the popular girls anyway so I ended up um yeah in front of his uh, I used to have to sit on a chair outside his office for quite some time
2: for about a week for that one I can remember your last year at sc- uh, night low, night low, yeah, and being told that rather than going to grammar school where you should be going, with their rep- that teacher's report, I won't say her name, that you will be lucky to get into grammar school, let alone be top stream.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, because out. you were cleverer
2: yeah. than she was and her niece. And you did. were correcting her mistakes. And we're
1: talking about Mrs O'Leary. We name the pe- the teachers on this podcast. <laughs> don't you worry. And we've mentioned Mrs O'Leary before, where she spelt something wrong on the, on the board and I told her she'd spelt it wrong and so she then bullied me for an entire year. Yeah. Yeah. And then Shout told Mrs. To Mrs Franklin, O'Leary. told Mrs Franklin, what did she say to her? I was horrible, and what, and Miss Franklin said to you that she'd been really dreading having me. Yeah, yeah.
2: and she said you were a brilliant people to teach. Yeah. I was like a sponge. Yeah.
1: If I was interested, yeah. if I was bored, though, remember what I used to do when I was up at, um, uh, what's it called, Ashlawn, and I used to throw my maths books in the bin. <laughs> Poor Mrs. Smith.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Mrs. Smith.
1: But I used to, I hated maths so much, I hated it so much which is why it amazes me that the kid loves it i love it oh hated maths um and i used to throw my books in the bin because i'd be like what so that says that just because it does that's stupid literally makes no sense
2: but maths is the only thing that does make sense because the answer can only be that answer
1: only because someone made up a rule that doesn't actually really exist in anything other than somebody made it up and I'm not about, like, easy multiplication and stuff like that or percentages or all those things. But, like, triangles, some of the more, like, algebra y. and... Algebra? Algebra. <laughs> algebra? algebra? What's algebra? Algebra. Um, and that there will be people that I know who are excellent mathematicians, I am sure, who will be like, they do exist. They're real things. And when Mercury is aligned with flipping Venus and then you've got an angle of 17 degrees... No, they don't. They're not real. They're not real. It's like somebody has coded a game, and within the game, the realities of that game, that's what these numbers, they mean something, but they're not real. Uh, so that's why I don't have a And in uh, an unexpected turn of events, we have managed to get a special appearance from... My dad! Hey, Pops. dad! Hi. yeah. Hello. <laughs> The audience literally just wants to hear you go, mmm.
2: Mm. <laughs> and what did you teach? Apart from bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you say it? Bloody hell.
1: <laughs> I'm going to turn them into sound bites.
0: <laughs> bloody hell. Oh. The Man Mountain, the spider killer himself.
1: The spider killer. Did you get spider guts on your fingers?
2: No, he's in the cup. Cor-
1: It was a bit of coffee. It was so smushy. I've never seen anybody mangle a huntsman like that. Were you panicking? That poor freaking huntsman.
0: Were you panicking at all?
1: Um, Move fast.
2: A little bit. Only when I got given a saucepan.
0: (laughs) Saucepan to catch a spider that was on a ledge about 50 mil.
2: But it
1: had a lid. How was the cockroach? Did you freak out with the cockroach? Cause you were stomping and dancing.
2: <laughs> the second one, perhaps, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, funny. He did move a bit quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a pivot.
0: The... All I can see now is like your dad, cause I'm a scab man. <laughs> and it's just stuff all over the floor. I think it was more like a
1: madness like scar moment. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the house of death. <laughs> All oh. spiders. The cockroach is dead. Welcome to <laughs> us.
0: Poor Pops.
1: Never again. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although I, I do love like when those pictures went up, like everyone back home was going, "Oh, well, that's why I'd never go to Australia." They forget that you guys actually go home each time, perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. perfectly fine. See spiders, see snakes, see all these things, and you still manage to make it home. I'm Let's scared. not
1: talk about my brother who yeah. spent a week in hospital after, was it? It was about five days, wasn't
2: it? No, I think he was only in... They gave him the wrong venom Oh, that's Then I... the doctor had to keep coming out and injecting him. Yeah. But he got bitten five times by a redback that that's was he's a living dirty... under his pig. Say, he because it he's a, a dirty
1: pig. You get washed... bitten once by a redback in your bed. You strip your sheets off and you find
2: that mother fluffer. But Damn. he didn't realise what it was. And it come in from when he was doing the underpinning. It'd obviously come in on his clothes.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it could have been anywhere in the house, just, you know, in general. Well, he but... was sleeping in the garage
2: part anyway.
1: Yeah, okay. That was in Melbourne, or for our American listeners,
0: Melbourne. Melbourne, <laughs> which is right next to Sydney.
1: For our final segment of the episode, Mum, we are going to ask you some of the quick-fire questions that we get. So, what's your toxic trait?
2: Try watching a film with me. I pick up every bit of bad continuity, difference in hairstyles. I'm constantly rewinding to show Dad. Yeah. Look at this. He said, this this time. No, it's different that time. Look, it was daytime there. We've opened the door. It's nighttime.
0: I think we still need Pops here to go. "Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. I absolutely hate poor continuity. It ruins a film. I have to keep going back. I probably watch it twice.
1: Yeah. See, it's funny that I, uh, I literally posted up about that last week, that I was like, the, that ADHD tendency to ruin every movie you ever watch yeah. by thinking about the logical actual thing. Like, for right, me, it's yeah. like stinkiness. When people are always, like, snogging first thing in the morning, I'm like, your breath would be mm. minging. Or if there's anything historical and they're getting it on, I'm like, yeah, how much syphilis and crabs have you got? You know, like, it's not sexy. Outlander?
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, if it's not logical, I don't like it.
1: Yeah, I just think, no, that would have been gross. You would have had smallpox. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right, what's your superpower then? Oh, quizzes. Quizzes. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants me on their quizzes because I'm like you. I soak up.
0: Ten. Useless bits of tea. information, use really. Cup, cups of tea. Cups of tea,
2: yeah. Although
1: they've had a lot, of, far fewer tea this time round, have you noticed? It's oh, just because well, we're not because making it.
0: Because you put your foot down straight away and you're like, you two, learn how to use the kettle. I'm not making you any cups of tea.
1: <laughs> I make them some cups of tea, but they want them to feel at home. Um, okay, so just the useless information that just stays in your brain and takes up permanent residence. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, what are your hobbies? Mm, reading. Mm.
0: And, okay. and mum loves commenting on um, rate my food pics. Like randomly there's always comments where mum just like, that looks like shit. <laughs> no, <there's> vomit. Just, <laughs> always, it looks like vomit. Always comments on like the most random things. I'm like, mum.
2: <laughs> I don't oh, see those. so
0: many always. No,
2: no. I only see those when my cousin Steve, mm. he comments on them. Steve. So they come up. Yeah. What's
0: Steve got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Steve. Bloody Steve. <laughs>
1: Flight of the Concords for anybody who doesn't know that reference. Actually, I'm going to say you've got another toxic trait. Actually. Because I can't redecorating. stand Cleaning and then redecorating. Honestly. Honestly. And it's great for my brothers and sisters, brothers and sister, uh, because they get new furniture every couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> On new sofa. Oh, I never liked that one anyway. Your dad picked it. <laughs> mm.
2: They're arguing over who's going to have the one I've got now. I bet they are. <laughs> and, my, and my rug. They both yeah. they both want my rug. Are you getting rid of your rug? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as it came in the house, it's like, oh, this is nice. I'll have this one. And my Dyson air wrap. Yeah. I oh, know. If anybody's getting that, I'm having it. Well, Lisa's so like, I'm having that. Well, no, nobody's she's having it. No, I'm having it. Oh, we're not getting rid of it? No, I was bringing it over here and you said don't bring a hairdryer, so I didn't. Oh, I
1: bet I could have got to keep it and all if I'd done that. <laughs> Far out! Damn I it! Know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, basically, a Dyson Airwrap hairdryer thing, I probably could have got one if I hadn't have told her not to bring stuff.
2: Mm. That's annoying. But on change on? is as good as a rest, so I like to have a change.
0: Talking about Dyson's. Decor. The other day when you guys were away... I forgot to clean the coffee machine. Like it was yelling at me about descaling. So I Mm -hmm. did that really late at night, like 10.30. And the bloody Samuel vaccine went off on its own and started vacuuming. And I was very confused because I hadn't pressed any buttons. So I took a video and sent it to you. And I panicked a little bit. And so I watched it go past the back door while I was standing outside the door. And (laughs) I was like, no. Stuff this, and I locked the door because I was like, "If that thing's going to come and get me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we've got a haunted air purifier and now a haunted robo vac. Okay. It legit. Like I don't oh, know why it's it AI. I
0: don't know it's why it's AI. Started. It's Skynet. I mean, to be fair though, for AI and for it to be all like, "Oh, I'm just going to start," and what's the worst you're going to do? Clean my floors, which is what it did. I mm-hmm. don't make and me. And it can't climb the stairs. But it just, yeah, it just took off and it scared the sh out of me, and so I locked the door.
1: well I think that is pretty much us for today so uh, you know as always let us know your thoughts let us know your feelings get in touch about anything any questions you have share your memes we love getting your memes I should have mentioned I am starting to get quite a few of those come through now so please keep sending them I very much appreciate them. So find us on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, uh, FMFish underscore adhd grown grownups And also come and send us e- e- me- me- Smishmails. Smishmails.
0: Smishmails to... Smishmails.
1: emails or voice memos or two.
0: Fmfish? fmfish at gmail.com that's
1: the one um so yeah we love getting everything that you send us um you know and please please continue to rate and review i love seeing all of the all of the ratings and all the reviews that have been coming in since we mentioned it it really does make a difference i know it makes us sound like utter knobheads asking you for it uh, but we you know make the pod i spend hours on editing and doing social media and stuff like that it's all done with love so you know you we don't ask for any money for any of it but we would love to ask you for your kind words and a five star review and a share with anyone and uh, as always if there is anything you want us to talk about please send it through we are more than happy to go there if you're if there are questions that you've always wanted to know but we've been too afraid to ask let us know. We'll do the deep dive, and we will do the research and find out for you.
0: I reckon we've got one more episode before they go home, so that we should have a send pops a question segment.
1: Oh yes, <laughs> send pops a question. <laughs> send a question for pops, or if you got a question for my mum, be
0: send like a that. Whole, whole bunch of questions. Like, hey pops, what's your answer to this? Mm. Yeah.
1: Well, and our next episode that we've got coming up is with the rather incredible Bianca Calabria, who is I've probably pronounced that wrong now, haven't I?
0: We'll find out next episode.
1: She is a psychologist who specialises in neurodivergence, so she is going to be coming to chat with us next week. Week, I will say next week. It's not next week. Next so episode, we'll
0: chat with us next week. Fortnite. We really to
1: to next episode. Thanks for that clarification, breaking the fourth wall.
0: Welcome.
1: So we will be chatting with her next week, and we're incredibly excited because we went and met with her, and she is super cool. So I think you'll really enjoy that chat. So if you have any questions that you would like us to ask Bianca, send them into us at themfishergmail.com or uh, on any of those socials. All right. We're going to call it there. We love you. Thank you for coming each and every fortnight. And for those of you who have been with us since the beginning, those of you who have only been with us for a couple of episodes, wherever you are in the world, just know that we truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. How do you
0: say goodbye in England, Mum? Bye.